Hi, Risha. Hey, James. Hi, thanks a lot for joining us today. Um, you know, maybe you could start by just uh, telling us a little bit about uh, yourself and particularly what you're what you're doing at Google. Sure. Uh, firstly, I want to thank you for inviting me to the podcast. Uh, it's great to be here. Uh, and a little bit about myself. I'm currently working with Google Cloud Canada as a senior solution consultant in data analytics and data science space. Uh, I'm with the cloud customer experience team uh, where our purpose is to make our uh, customer experience better, as the name suggests, uh, on Google Cloud. And overall, I have 12 years of experience all in data. And uh, recently, I've been spending a lot of time, you know, riding the, this wave of AI uh, and learning something new every day uh, in this wave of AI. So that's about me. Great. So. Rishab, it's, it's been a really important year for Google Cloud, obviously announcing earlier in the year that, you know, uh, Google Cloud is now profitable. Uh, it, it kind of feels like not only have they caught up with Azure and AWS, but are now focusing on areas which are creating real competitive advantage as a cloud stack. Um, you know, anecdotally, you know, as inflection, we have been recommending Google Cloud products just naturally to our clients, uh, both as you know, the basis, the foundation of their data stack, at, mm -hmm. or also as part of a multi-cloud strategy. Um, so, you know, allowing them to leverage some of uh, Google's cloud offerings. Um, I know we'll talk more about those developments in a minute, um, particularly in the context of Google Cloud Next, uh, which was just mm -hmm. held, of course, uh, around a month ago at the time of recording. Um, but I, I'd love to hear a little bit first about what it's been like to be part of that journey at Google. Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, it has been a great uh, journey so far and uh, great to see as well that you are recommending Google Stack to your clients. As I personally believe the GCP platform uh, is technically quite advanced. And it's a robust cloud platform that excels in uh, scalability, performance, data management, and particularly analytics and AI, which is kind of the area that you specialize in. Uh, but it also shines in the ease, ease mm -hmm. of use, which is pretty important for a cloud platform, uh, right? And uh, talking about Google Cloud journey, uh, as I don't know if you remember from the results of Q2, uh, the business has been of Google Cloud has been growing by I think approximately 28% year over year, which is a pretty phenomenal growth. And uh, Ruth uh, also mentioned that uh, that there is high focus on investing in cloud aggressively, while also focusing on profitable growth. And you can see with the investments that are happening in Google in AI, and now with the release of some world class AI products from GCP. Um, and also Google's AI optimized infrastructure uh, is, is basically the platform of choice for startups that are building now in Gen AI. Uh, mm. So today, uh, more than half of all funded Gen AI startups are GCP mm. customers, which is fantastic, right? And also, which includes 70% of Gen AI unicorns or, or those that are valued more than 1 billion. So that's that shows... Uh, the growth of Google Cloud, but also specifically the acceleration of AI and Google Cloud. So I'm really excited for the future of Google Cloud, 
how it will help the business and shape the future and it feels great to be part of google and seeing you know these mind blowing products and working with great minds here yeah it sounds fantastic and you know as we said we we just off the back of google's major event of the year google cloud next um you know how did you find that event yeah i just loved the event and the big announcement that were made uh, at google cloud next especially in the data analytics and ml ai space you know uh, cloud next uh, is the most awaited event of the year uh, particularly from the cloud perspective uh, so this event is our annual conference as you know where uh, we have exciting things for everyone uh, so be if you are a developer if you are an it professional or business uh and this includes like presentations uh even technical sessions doing hands on labs and also there's a tremendous opportunity to network uh and collaborate of course uh there are uh, big product announcements as i've talked about it so uh and as you know like this year year i would say has been kind of an inflection point in in the world in itself about ai and uh, it has taken the world by storm you know in past year or so uh so in cloud next 23 as well uh 2023 as well uh, there was a big focus on ai or in particular i would say generative ai uh, also known as gen ai uh so you must have seen a lot of product announcements related to gen ai so overall i would say it was an exciting event and i just can't wait for the next 24 event uh, which i think is sometime in april yeah lots of really exciting announcements as you said um you know we'll try and cover a few of them in the data analytics and um, uh, ai ml space today uh, i think there were 161 announcements in total yeah. so we won't ask you to talk about you know all of them um but i'm i'm particularly interested to hear your thoughts on you know kind of what a transformative year it's been for google in terms of ai products specifically yeah so this year has been all about ai isn't it uh, i think for everyone and i think it will be for years to come as there is a big opportunity when we talk about ai uh, and i was recently i read a report uh, from uh, mckinsey or a study where they have estimated that gen ai is expected to deliver i think more than 2 trillion uh, dollars in economic uh, benefits uh which is huge right so you can see why businesses uh are focusing on it as they don't want to be left behind and want to take the competitive advantage by jumping in early uh to de- make most of this opportunity and even like early this year uh, there's an event at google that happens io event i'm not sure if you're familiar with it so google had announced some genii products at io also uh, which included uh do it ai uh, in both workspace and gcp and then uh we saw so many new capabilities announced this year after that and uh, as thomas uh, also said during next 23 we are in the entirely new era of you know digital transformation which is fueled by gen ai uh, and google has been a ai company even before 2023 i would say uh, when all these products were announced so if you look around look at the ai how ai is embedded into all google products ranging from as simple as google translate that we use um, google workspace and gcp and even google de- google devices uh, so like pixel 8 pro which was just uh, uh, launched uh, i think few a week back 
from when we are recording today uh, and uh, mm. and it also boasts of its ai capabilities uh, and i personally love the genai features in workspace so like integration of genai in docs gmail slides sheets etc so now can you imagine like how your working behavior is going to change drastically i would say in a positive way with all these ai capabilities as your f- fingertips uh, this is going to be fascinating yeah and we've we've certainly seen you know the integration of those ai uh, capabilities across all those products you mentioned um you know you mentioned duet ai as well there i know that that comes into a lot of different sets but particularly in terms of uh, you know the data analytics announcements uh, at uh, Google Cloud Next 23 um obviously Duet AI in Looker and BigQuery was a, a key mm-hmm. announcement uh you know I was completely blown away uh by the functionality in Looker that brings direct integrations to conversational AI and lab mm-hmm. foundation uh models uh which I think will change the way we work with data from your point of view how do you think this will change the world of BI in the future I was mm-hmm. speaking to uh, one of our clients just uh, last week in fact um and we were talking about the kind of the future of of their data analytics uh and you know he said to me are we just going to reach a point soon where we dump all of our data into a massive data lake and then just ask a question to AI and it will go and sort everything out um right. and uh, I I'm interested to know you know both in the short medium long term you know how do you think dashboards maybe could they become obsolete uh, mm-hmm. going forward but what what will the changes be do you think right so i'm going to answer your this multi part question uh, first by addressing uh, mm-hmm. you know the product announcements uh, in looker specifically uh, and this is one of my favorite announcements uh, so do it ai which we talked about mm-hmm. uh, briefly so do it ai within looker now Uh, so it builds on the innovations that google has been doing over the past some time on looker and looker studio ecosystem if you see some of the announcements how they are now closely integrated looker and with the launch of looker studio pro um and it now brings direct integrations uh, to conversational ai and large foundational models uh so these cool capabilities that we going to see with looker studio pro uh, you know it's going to help us create entire reports or i would say advanced visualizations with only a few sentences of instructions uh, so you can imagine how much time it's going to save and uh, it will minimize the need for technical expertise right um, mm. it will automatically create brand new you know google slides presentation right from your looker pro and even uh, so the language of looker is look ml so all the look ml code is something that you'll be able to uh, generate using uh natural language or i would say it's going to assist you right so to simplify i would say imagine you're just uh, doing a google search on your data to get insights and visualizations and then it's going to embed that into a slide to present it so this i would say or i consider is is the next level of self self analytics right uh, so i yeah. that's why i love this um you also asked about which is a very uh you know critical question about uh dashboards uh, with with all the changes that we are seeing so i think 
we have to look at the idea what we are trying to solve here. So the idea is actually to empower the users with self-service and also modern technologies, which is such as AI ML, to answer their own questions, tell their own stories, mm-hmm. and make you know better, uh, more analytics-driven decisions, and rather not spending time in building old-school, you know, centralized kind of dashboards. So there would still be business users and execs who would want to uh, go to some kind of dashboard to retrieve the information that they would need on a constant or regular basis. Uh, to simplify, like uh, just picking an example, imagine if you are counting your daily calories every day and you want to look at it every day. Would you go and ask that question every day to Google or to any you know any app that you're using? Or would you rather prefer mm-hmm. that having that metric available on your app dashboard readily? Uh, I think for those kind of, if you draw a parallel, for those kind of things, you might would still prefer a dashboard, right? Uh, but when you're exploring, you might say, I, I just want to ask questions just like I asked Google, right? And I should be able to do it. So that's where I see things going uh, between, and that's my take, personal take on, uh, you know, how dashboards and, how this AIML would help us. Uh, so AIML will help us. It will boost our productivity, uh, you know, by automating uh, tedious data preparation enrichment task, um, and also think about detecting anomalies in your data or any hidden insights, unseen patterns, mm-hmm. uh, predictions. That's where the power of AIML will come. Yeah really interesting to you know you use that phrase kind of the next level of self-serve uh, analytics and it, it really does feel like some of that more spontaneous analytics that uh, businesses want to do to self-serve where it's not just set up centralized dashboards it's you know what are the unseen patterns what are the anomalies the, the work of an analyst as it were can really start to be brought out by uh, by, by this technology. Um, I, I just wondered also, Rishabh, what the implications are for, you know, that's the front end is changing as it were. What, what do you think the implications might be for um, the, the data engineering end of that? I mean, you know, I, in a way, does it feel like there's going to be even more implications, even more kind of work and effort gone into structuring uh, the data and, 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 and getting it in a form that the AI can use it um, certainly in the short term. Data is, is the oil that's going to power it, all the AIML, right? If you don't get that foundation right, you're, there's there's no point having your AIML then, right? So it's it's like building a house, right? You need to build your foundation, which has to be solid on which you can build your first floor, second floor, ground floor, whatever you are building. So that yeah. think of it. Your data is going to be your foundation. So emphasis for data engineers that the data which is powering AI ML is uh, this data integrity. It's stable. It's available. There is uh, a, you know, a proper pipeline set up. It's in the right format that AI can consume uh, and read it and also learn. Because what ML AI is going to do is it's going to learn from that data. So that data needs to be in a consistent, I would say, uh, way that it's a, AI can be trained to learn from it, right? So it's going to play an important role. And I think that's mm-hmm. where you will see the shift when I talked about self-serve analytics, 
uh, where businesses are more empowered to find insights and and do analytics at their end but it's like data engineers uh, and i would say uh, people who are uh, managing the data who need to ensure that the foundation is laid solid uh, another exciting announcement was um, you know the launch of bigquery studio um so you know how do you think uh, bigquery studio is is going to help data teams yeah uh i think that was also one of the exciting announcement uh, you brought a good point about bq studio um so for folks who don't know so big i'll i'll just cover a bit what bq studio is or bigquery studio it's it's basically a collaborative analytics workspace uh which helps to accelerate uh data to ai workflows so what you can essentially do with bq studio is uh think of it like you're using sql python or other language like or natural language directly you're now able to do that within bigquery itself and you are able to leverage those code assets across vertex ai also and other uh, products for workflows so for example analytics users like data scientists will be able to now use python uh, which they have been using in a colab networking and envi- notebook environment notebook is what you know powers data scientists as i say for data analysis mm-hmm. exploration but you are now able to do that within bigquery without leaving bigquery and just say i can't do this in bigquery i have to now look at vertex ai only so it is bringing all of this together uh, and making it a collaborative space right so big to stu- big studios uh, notebook environment it will support browsing of it supports browsing of data sets schema um, auto completion of data sets columns and also querying and transformation of data so that's a that's a key feature of bq studio also it mm. it extends the software development best practices such as ci cd version history etc so it provides an ai powered collaborator for contextual chat and code assistance think of it when you're writing a code and assistance is basically guiding you and it is doing auto completion it is guiding you what's the best way to do it so big do it ai which is in the big query as part of studio uh, it will help understand the con- it basically understands the context of each user their data and uses it to auto suggest what kind of functions you should use what kind of code blocks you should use for both sql and python so it's really powerful i would say and also it it allows you to uniformly enforce security policies uh, across you know uh, like profiling quality right within big query so if i am a big query power user and i want to work with data scientists so it is enhancing big query so much uh, that you're able to do so much within big query uh, i think sometime back google had announced a few years back bq ml so folks who are not able to like code in python or you know they can build their or create their models within using sql in big query now you can even create notebooks you can work with data scientists you can use bqml as well so that's like a really powerful tool or i would say uh, uh, applic service which is bigquery and it's a full blown service i would say end to end so another uh, you know category of big announcements were in the ml and ai side of things uh, at google cloud next um you know there were quite a few big announcements there um so maybe you could just tell us a little bit about you know 
Duet AI and Google Cloud, um, mm -hmm. and how that could help on the ML and AI side, for example. Yeah. Uh, so we have been talking about Duet AI, and this is the term that keeps floating. You know, we have Duet AI in workspace, Duet AI within Vertex, and Duet AI generally on Google Cloud, right? So Duet AI, I think of it as your partner, AI partner in any, anything that you are doing uh, with the, the Google product, I would say. So in talking in terms of like Duet AI on Google Cloud, um, there are a few features that were obviously uh, launched or announced at uh, Cloud Next, but you know, features keep on getting added and AI world, you know, keeps changing. So uh, I'm talking today, maybe a few weeks later, things change. There are new features that get added. But as of today, like some of the key things that I remember from next uh, within the uh, Duet AI Google Cloud was one on the converse conversational assistance uh, in nat natural language. So it basically helps you answer questions to help with the cloud tasks and also building no code apps. So uh, think of it, say you are a developer on cloud uh, and you, are, you want answers on specific questions you have, or maybe best practice to implement something in cloud with some sample code. Uh, so that's where you can use Duet AI conversational assistance. Uh, you know, uh, I think of it as like when you are, we are in the office and we need help from someone in who's our buddy in the office, hey, can you help me? Uh, that's what you're essentially asking do it hey can you help me i'm just stuck here and I, or i just need to know the best practice and also if you are like building apps writing code you can use ai powered code assistance which is part of do it ai on uh, one of the feature of do it ai on google cloud so that helps you in your coding work uh, mm -hmm. so all of like there are additional features too but i would think these are few that are running on top of my head uh, so this this basically helps you build applications quickly. Um, you can use Duet AI to get fast answers to even data analysis questions with uh, contextual SQL completions, which is you can do directly in the console. Mm -hmm. So you can quickly become productive with new data sets by generating and iterating queries in natural language. So it's all about playing with natural language. This is what Duet AI is. Yeah, and um, you know, Another key announcement that I think people, you know, especially AI developers are going to love uh, is, is the availability of additional uh, powerful open source Gen AI, Gen AI models. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, what, 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 do you, what kind of challenges do you think that's, that's going to help solve for organizations? Sure. Uh, so a bit of background for folks about different kind of models. So... Uh, so Vertex AI provides, you know, first party models, which are say from Google, like ImageGen, which is used for generating image, Kodi, which helps you uh, in your coding, uh, and uh, Chirp, which is for speech recognition and third, uh, and also there are third party models. Uh, so at Next 23, we saw there were announcements that there are upgrades to foundational models like Palm 2, but they also added other models. So I think now there are like 100 plus models available in Vertex AI today. Uh, so what, how this helps and the challenge it's going to solve. So this is going to help enterprises match models to their needs and access full transparency into a model with open source options. So I 
I'm as I as an enterprise, I'm not bounded today by availability of only handful of models uh, because Vertex AI now provides hundred plus. So depending on the use case that I have, I can you know all access the same all access the models, fine tune it in one single cohesive ecosystem, which is Vertex AI. I don't have to like, hey, I want to use Llama too because that suits my need of, of what I'm doing. But sorry, you're on Vertex AI. You cannot. That's not the case. No, you know there are hundred plus models now, so it opens a lot of doors now for the enterprises on the modeling front. That on the Gen AI front specifically, that they're able to leverage these open source brilliant hundred plus models all within Vertex AI. And and it really feels like that's a kind of philosophy of Google to open up, um, yeah, and make the best of. Of the cloud and enable people not to be locked in and to make the best of the cloud. And I suppose also on the AI side, you know, it really is these models that are, from a business point of view, really helping to leverage the power of AI um, early on. Yeah, yeah, and you you raised a very good point about like being open source, and I think you would see a lot of enterprises going towards multi-cloud as well, and uh, Google is like. You could you could embrace it, and that's what is my personal take or understanding is because you have products like BigQuery, Omni, that allows you to bring, uh, you know, data from different uh, cloud providers, so that you can do analysis in one place. So you're not like uh, stuck with this one and say, hey, I just can't get my data out of other places, and I have to do separate analysis if I'm on one platform and separate analysis if I'm on another platform. You can bring all of that together. Uh, which, which is which works for the enterprises, right? They're picking the best thing that works for them as per their use case. Yeah, I really like that as a as a philosophy, as Google's philosophy to allow people to use the best in class of whatever they want to do. Um, so you know, just um, you know, coming to the end now, Rishabh. But <clears throat> there were quite a few announcements for Google Workspace as well. Um, again, including Duet AI again across. Uh, workspace uh, products like chat and meet um you know what what do you find you're using uh, the most in in workspace yeah so i i i love google docs uh, and uh, i do spend a lot of time in google docs and of course gmail too uh, so within google docs imagine do ai helping you uh, you know summarize things what a doc what this doc is talking about, quickly summarize it. And similarly, you can get a summarization in email as, of email as well, right? Uh, but also uh, uh, helping you write better doc as well as you're writing. So any kind of proposal or any doc that you're writing, say if you are a consultancy, you're writing a proposal, uh, it, it's going to help you speed up your tasks as well or your delivery as well. So I think... Docs is do it AI within Docs is something I, I love it a lot, and that's one of my favorite most used features. Yeah, yeah, as you say, great for all users and much appreciated as a consultancy as well. Um, yeah. Rishab, I know we're, we're running short of time, and you know, I'd love to talk more, but um, uh, you know, it's been really, really interesting to have you here today and to tell us a little bit about you know, uh, this kind of recap of uh, the announcements at Google Cloud Next. 
Um, and so, yeah, just wanted to say thank you so much uh, for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, James. It was a pleasure being here and talking about some of the you know, great Google products, uh, specifically on the MLAI side and data analytics. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Take care.